0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Warp, the completely unnecessary Star Trek podcast where we do unasked for audio commentaries of Star Trek episodes. My name is Sean.
1: My name is Matt. I'm Jake.
2: Aaron. Minwin. M.A.
0: Well, I'm back. Uh, today we are watching season three, episode 17 of Next Generation, Sins of the Father. Um, I think one of the better episodes. I love the Klingon stuff. So we're at forty five minutes and forty six seconds on the clock, and I'm punching the triangle in three, two, one punch do you think in Star Trek Klingons
3: are good ambassadors or 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 like uh, spokespeople for um saran rap and cling wrap?
2: <laughs>
3: like do you think that there's a tie in there? This is the Klingons Klingon. on <laughs> okay no, sorry
4: it i none of you can I on mean, you really sometimes sometimes it's, you just when you say something, no, it's not yeah. that. It's more that just, like, it, it it causes me to go into, like, a sort of glitchy yeah. reboot mode <laughs> where I have to, like... Oh, wow.
2: i have to, recal-
4: to recalibrate all my responses because <laughs> I wasn't prepared for, do you think Klingons should sell Kling rap as, a,
1: <laughs> as an opening gambit in, the, in this episode? <laughs> that needs that to be a thing. You're like, do I want to riff off this comment? Or <laughs> do you, know, do you want let it to you
4: let it die?
0: die? Where, where are we going here?
1: Yeah, Or, or is this him... just a, a cry for help? And this is a person who's I
2: don't know, vulnerable? man. I want to see him wrapping some macaroni salad. Like, I would enjoy a commercial like that.
4: I yeah. think they should. I think Min's right. I think they should have gotten Michael Dorn to be, like, the <laughs> spokesperson for, <laughs> for Saran Wrap. like. Yeah. I'm I'm surprised there's
3: not like a Klingon cooking's channel or like a Klingon home home ec, you know, on YouTube.
4: There are people on there probably is. There are definitely people on Twitter who invent recipes for the for the food that they talk about on yeah. Star Trek. Like, when they make up some alien food. Uh, some somebody will some nerd will figure out like what the Earth equivalent of that will be. So you can definitely find that online if that's what you're looking for. Yeah. How how
3: authentic it's do you think?
4: <laughs>
2: it's so well,
4: what, what do you mean how authentic? It's a
3: fictional well, food. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure, food. but like how how to <laughs> as best they can or do you think they're trying to do like the light version like oh it'll just be beef rather than like oh it would be like raw animal so what if it was like they venison?
4: Not, yeah. No, I know. think they take it I mean this is nerds we're talking about. Yeah, they they take things take as pretty seriously
0: serious. as they can.
4: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Nobody who starts something like that would only, would do would halfway. do it in the first place if they weren't like going to I really dig deep into it. <laughs> that makes me think about the
3: fish barrel.
4: Then, if, uh, just, and I was, if you just had a light interest in it, you wouldn't do it in the first really, place. <laughs> very true.
3: <laughs> Sorry, we've uh, we veered off of the actual episode here, and oh, that's seems all right. interesting.
2: It is
3: interesting. A, klingon sitting in riker's seat right now
4: yeah Yeah. well like sean said this is one of the first is this this is one of the first ones where they really dig into yeah i mean you've seen Wharf's backstory uh, you've seen
0: uh baby mama that's that's the only other thing we've seen uh, this is
4: the first time they really get into the whole shit with his family yes
0: yeah okay so it's sins of the father original air date march 17th saint patty's day nineteen ninety. Oh, yeah. Let's ah, drink to that. Klingon commander comes aboard the Enterprise in an officer exchange program initiated by Starfleet, much to the chagrin of the crew. <laughs> Aaron, guessing you didn't watch this episode since there's no Whoopi.
2: Correct. What uh, do you think
0: the IMDB rating is?
2: Right on the street, it's pretty good, though. And we get some wharf background, so I'm going to say 7-7. Seven, seven.
0: Ooh. Ee, you took right. uh, Hey, did you watch the episode?
2: Yep. I
0: say seven. Oh, not impressed with the Klingon stuff, huh? Uh,
2: too much growling.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They do like to growl. There's a bit of growling when it comes to Klingons, yeah. (sighs) Jake, Mind, Matt. I'll give it an 8.2. Nailed it.
3: I was
4: going to say (laughs) 8.2. God you
3: always say that, Matt. Next time, Matt gets to go first.
0: Yeah. So the one cool guest star of this episode, playing the Klingon that's on the ship, is Tony Todd. He was good. Uh, who you probably know as Candyman. Oh, that's right. That's okay.
2: He has, up, he has a
4: very deep. He has a very deep voice. Yeah, even deeper than uh, like Worf's, like, yeah. which is already pretty voice. <laughs> He's on he does a bunch of Star Trek episodes. Like not always playing this guy, like yeah. He shows up a bunch as this character, but he's also in he's in that Deep Space 9 episode where he's the kid from the future. And he's in a couple other ones I think
3: too. Yep. Well, you said he's the kid from the future?
4: There's an episode of Deep Space 9 where the kid on the show uh-huh. is they see you see him as a, as an adult uh, and that guy plays uh, Tony uh, Todd.
0: Uh, he's a, yeah. yeah. He's in an Elf. He's at a Voyager episode.
4: They like to reuse their actors on this show. Oh, well, is, the good ones. Yeah. yeah I always which, remember. Him you know, it's from, a great gig if you're one of those people sure. who they like and they keep bringing you back,
0: you know. I remember it's him from uh, The Rock. If you what? guys could. The Rock. Oh, he's the,
2: movie one of the, the Rock.
0: Yeah. He's one of the bad guys.
4: Oh, is he one of, he's he's one of the terrorists.
0: Okay. Yeah, I to, yeah. If you guys could play, uh,
3: choose a guest role from Star Trek to play, which one? Which one would it be? You're like, oh, I want to, I want to take that. I can really sink my teeth into that one.
4: I would want to oh. play Q. I, think uh, I, I could have a lot of fun playing campy, you <laughs> <Yeah>. know, pansexual <laughs> weirdo <laughs> Q. <laughs>
0: I would I would definitely have to play a Klingon. Are you sure. Big, loud. Yeah,
4: you'd make a good Klingon. That's true.
0: I think I would make a good Klingon. I'd like to we haven't met him yet, but uh what's bulgy eyes guy what's his name at? Gowron. Gowron. I'd like to play Gowron. <laughs> you when you meet Gowron, that's... you'll get why. <laughs> I sort of want to. Uh, you said
3: Klingon. I think it would be hilarious to have you play Worf's baby mama, and then just see that episode. Aaron, <laughs> yeah, you, have a, you have a you have a guest. Well, I don't know. It's so hard. There there are some great ones. I did think Q right away, but you know you've taken Q. So does Q ha- ever have an episode where he sees himself? Maybe we'll do like I'll do Bizarro Q. Sure. Yeah. I
1: think I'd want to be that, that guest star Q that visits Q while he's not Q. <laughs> yeah. Because you want to be I know versus... I could just like do the most over the top thing and not do worse than the actual actor. <laughs> yeah,
2: he's just
4: improved a,
3: on that for sure. That's such a short role. He has what like
2: a butt-faced alien. I want to be one of the weird-looking
1: ones. Oh, the butt faces?
2: Yeah. yeah just
1: let the look just let the prosthetics do the, the acting for you.
2: Yeah. I'd like, <laughs> I'd like to look crazy. I think.
3: Oh, you know who? Uh, who was the uh, the Dramamine? No, not Dramamine. D- Droxine. Uh, maybe that that girl. I, I <laughs> oh, you're going heard. back to original series. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah that's an yeah. old one. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'd wear that outfit.
4: <laughs> you just said, that just means you'd be wearing one of those skimpy Star Trek girl
3: outfits. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's 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 it doesn't seem like there's a lot of meat on that role, but I would try to I try to flesh it out. I think I try to do some make some interesting choices. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was, I think, one of our best episodes there. Troxine. That was a fun one. Oh, my gosh. It's it's real food. What the hell?
0: I know, it's good. They got oh. turkey, they got some fish there. I know. Don't know what that little fly looks like, like potatoes.
4: It cracks me up that Picard is like carving the turkey, <laughs> right? right? <Yeah. laughs> because Picard is the dad of the ship, so no. he has to. He has to he carves the turkey, like Why are
2: they that. having such a fancy meal?
4: For him. It's a welcome for this guy. This is a banquet so,
2: for him. Okay. Yeah, so
4: quick plot Summary. Yes, they've invited this guy. His name is Kern, to come on the ship, and su- and take over as as Will Rikers as take over as number one, and in like an officer exchange program. There was an episode where, before yeah. where Riker went over to the Klingon ship a couple seasons ago. Mm. So they've done this before, but now they're doing it the other way around. So they've invited this guy to come and spend some time on the ship. And so they're throwing him a like welcome to the Enterprise uh, party. And he's bitching and moaning about how uh, lazy and uh, weak and soft Starfleet people are compared to Klingons.
3: It's really got a lot of subtle comedy humor in there. I love it.
4: And he doesn't like the food because it's cooked. And he likes they like eating raw stuff. Yeah, because Mm -hmm.
0: they're because they're beasts. They eat, their, they eat their meat raw. Got some space fork action going on. Oh. Space fork action. Ugh.
4: So dangerous. Those are the, those are, yeah, those are lethal weapons. <laughs> every, time I, every time I see them, I'm like, that is a dangerous looking fork. How's that, that not an OSHA
3: violation or something?
0: They, huh? they, I tell you, they're, they're you know, eating them off, off of them pretty, oh my God. pretty casually for sending three sharp spikes into your mouth.
4: Yeah, yeah. Now he's complaining that the food is bland. Yeah,
2: he's not being a very polite guest.
1: He's not. No, he's not.
2: He doesn't. But he's chewing really on, to...
1: you know. It's not really in their code of conduct.
0: He's thinking about his Saran Wrap dealer later
2: Just seeing dollar Shit
0: on his mind right now.
4: Yeah. They don't have. Uh, they're not known for their like table manners. Yeah. Yeah.
3: You're you're lucky they they get dressed up like uh and presentable. Hey
4: least. look, did you guys see the pictures of space on the walls? Look yeah. right there. Picture of space. There is
2: pretty dressed up. If when yeah. you listen to it, like half of his dialogue is like muddled by the the sound of like his leather.
1: Oh yeah, you hear you're hearing his costume through this whole <laughs> freaking Did they episode. really fully it or is that just they picked it up? They just what picked it up. Oh okay. <laughs> <Interesting>. <laughs>
0: There's so much leather and metal, <laughs> just clinks and creaks, and that's the it's, sound it's of Klingon. Like, yeah,
1: the leather like <laughs> like rubbing against itself. It's like it reminds me of like old uh,
3: grandma's houses where they would have like the plastic on the couches, and you'd come and you'd yeah. sit down, and
1: it it would smell like mothballs. Yeah, he he, he sounds like he's covered in Klingon wrap. <laughs> 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 yeah,
0: that's, bring it back.
2: Yes, that's oh, all. God.
0: Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's not getting better than that.
3: No. <laughs> oh, really? Oof. Yeah. we're, we're, we're warming up. We're, we'll
1: get <laughs> hot, hot.
0: What are they talking about right now? Just like you, so. Worf is basically asking him, "What do you? What's your problem with me? What do you? You know?" And he's telling him, "No, oh, you're a good Starfleet officer." <gasps> and that's but that's no klingon that's
4: such a di- that's such a diss though like that's you he's like you're very good at being in starfleet
0: yeah <laughs> you could never handle you could never handle klingon which is basically
4: but, calling him a a weak pussy. pussy who can't like hack it as a real klingon
0: yeah
3: Oh, no. Oh. Oh. This is like uh, bros where they have to, like, uh, engage one in there, and they just got to wrestle for a little bit, work it out.
4: Funny that, that you, mean, funny that you bro. say yeah. uh, man. There you there go. these two are brothers.
1: Oh. <laughs> 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 yes.
3: ja- Jacob, did you ever wrestle with uh, with Philippe um, Th- 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 when you were, like, young? You were like, like oh.
1: Naked? <laughs> no, okay. no, we're not <laughs> wrestling <laughs> siblings. Come <laughs> okay.
4: on. Were you well, more like sit quietly on the floor and <laughs> read comic books kind <laughs> of siblings? Oh
1: yeah, yeah, hundred percent.
4: That tracks.
0: They were too far apart, I think. Oh, yeah?
2: To, yeah, I was gonna say
0: five you years know, doesn't lead to wrestling. Yeah, mm-hmm. mm, mm. They got you gotta be close in age to cause the kind of uh, destruction that two yeah. boy children can do to each oh, other. Oh, like like mm. your boys. You don't say. <laughs> okay. I mean, do they fight that, a lot?
3: Uh, they're pretty uh, active. They're, they're they're physical.
0: They're definitely.
4: Yeah, but they're usually the reason they don't do that when we're around. Men. Well, they're, usually no. a, they're very well behaved when companies are
0: around. They men. are. They, so they actually know, are great. I
4: don't know around, what they're like when they're just you know around yeah, the house yeah. with they're, you guys.
0: They're great around other people, mm-hmm. but they're terrors when it's just us. <laughs>
3: Are, uh, uh, is it the same for you, Aaron, with your, your boys? Because they're... Uh, oh, they awesome.
2: a lot. Yeah, they get physical quite a lot. Yeah. Interesting.
3: Mm. In a fun
0: way or in a... Well, fun for now. But once they get yeah, into that... If
2: somebody gets hurt, it's fun.
0: <laughs> uh, see, our boys actually fight to try to hurt each other right off the bat. <laughs> like, it's not... There's no fun. It's not, I think that's
2: not... the part of it, but they act like it's... Uh, okay. Yeah. Um... There's punching and stuff, So. <laughs>
0: Yeah. All I the things.
2: Usually, the last child. Mm. Yeah, I, I
4: got no concept of any of that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Me neither. Even though I have siblings, because we were just
4: so spread out. My parents and I were more like, "Hello, mother.
1: <laughs> Hello, father.
4: <laughs> How do you do t- this morn?" Yes. Mm. I will be in my room reading a giant <laughs> stack of X Men comics. <laughs> And if you need me, please come and knock politely on the door. <laughs> that, was well, more I, that was more my vibe as a kid. That sounds like a good childhood. That's yeah. You know, it was lonely. Well,
3: you had your books and comics and such. I mean, you had your books.
4: I had well, no I, books. my books. That's like the saddest thing a person could say. Like, it's
0: better than. <laughs> You're like that. My Meredith <laughs> and the Twilight Zone character. <laughs> <laughs> I had time now.
1: You, like, you guys, time. You, I you guys, America. you guys have got to watch Girls Five Eva because there's this hilarious part where they do a song and it's called New York Lonely Boys, and it's all about like older parents who are raising like only children mm. and like they're like spend most of their time on their own and go to like coffee shop, like street side cafes on their own. And their best friend is, is the doorman and, <laughs> and, st-
4: <Yeah. laughs>
1: and it's yeah. kind of like the New York version of that. But yes, again, man,
4: I had my books. Thank you
1: yeah. for <laughs> reminding me.
4: And you, you, uh, you, uh, it's led
3: you to now with us. You have us now.
4: Come on. Yes. Look how far it got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the heights. Uh, you'd, think a ma- you'd,
0: you'd think a man with his books would reach higher, but. You'd think. You'd think. Is, is, is this so low?
3: Is this so low? I'm asking
4: you. Combine a, a love of books with a crippling <laughs> lack of ambition. I think
3: ambition. You get a guy
4: who does a Star Trek podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
3: well, I I think uh, success and drive and ambition are hugely overrated.
0: Yeah, we know you do. Yeah, we man. know what you think, man. Like, we know <laughs> your life. I've known you for a long time. I've known you a while. I I, I think we all generally have that same level of, uh, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: ambition. Am- an ambition.
2: <laughs> uh, speak for yourselves. A <laughs> hey,
3: ambition. There's asexual, right? You can have a ambition.
4: So what's happened here, Min, (laughs) is that Worf's brother Kern, who Worf didn't know existed, Mm -hmm. has come to Worf and said, our father is being accused of treason by the Klingon High Council. Uh, So I need you to come with me back to Klingon, back to the homeworld, and help me defend my father's honor. So Picard has agreed to go and take the ship to Klingon space. Yeah. So that they can have this sort of uh, trial uh, about the guilt or innocence of Worf's father.
3: Now, is that a little scandalous to take the, the ship into Klingon space?
4: No, because the Klingons are not enemies, right? We have oh, a, they, they, at this point in aliens. the future, yeah. there's yep. an alliance.
2: They have
4: exchange so programs. <laughs> they have exchange exactly. programs. It, it's, it's, a, it's an uncomfortable alliance, and they don't always get along, but they are, they are technically at peace with each other right now. <laughs> so, okay. so you know, Jean-Luc can take the ship there, no problemo. Mm, this episode is really all about Worf. There's not, it's not really about like, there's no danger to the ship or anything. Mm -hmm. I love it because this is giving me mad like Game
3: of Thrones vibe right now.
4: It is very sort of proto Game of Thrones in some Mm -hmm. ways. It's all about like sort of these, there are these various families right, that all Mm -hmm. rule that comprise the council that runs the Klingon Empire, right? Mm -hmm. And Worf's dad is a high up muckety muck in Klingon, you know, chain of command. So it is very kind of Game of Thrones because there's a lot of sort of political Mm. wheeling and dealing and scheming. Some people are, you know, secretly in alliance with each other, et cetera, et cetera. It's a lot of that kind of thing. And they're like, what's he doing here? And Picard's like, I'm here because as a character witness for Mr. Worf, because he asked me to come and, you know, stand by his side. Yeah. I love it. Like because the, the, cards... the thing about it is that Klingons, it, it, all this shit is like dynastic and familial. So like if, if Worf's dad is convicted of treason, that reflects badly on Worf and his brother too, right? It all kind of like redounds down throughout the family. Ooh. So it's not just their father's like reputation they're trying to protect. It's like the whole family would be like tainted by this.
0: Well, and, and since he has come back to challenge, if they find the challenge correct, he will be killed. Right, or pushed, right, right. right. Oh, test. oh, Ooh. stakes then. Um, if uh, the challenge is not, you know, rewarded or awarded, or
4: I didn't I... watch this, so I'm going entirely off of you know, memory. The, the the database I have a and question, memory was...
0: for men. Mm-hmm. Men, do you know what happened to Worf's parents? No. <laughs> Aaron do you remember what happened to Worf's parents oh right. did, we, did we see what happened we Already.
3: know it's been oh. told We've talked about it they've talked about
2: it no. talked about it killed. in this
3: episode I failed I have no memory alpha
0: his parents were killed at the event that they're saying he was a traitor of uh, That. that's why he was there was to be a traitor against the Klingons
2: oh so they're pissed about somebody who's not even alive correct because I was confused. I was like, what happened to his parents? I thought
0: his dad's on trial. <laughs> he was, so the reason why he doesn't know he has a brother is because the brother wasn't there, and then he lived with another family as just their family. Okay. And they never, they never told Worf he had a brother. Worf didn't know.
4: Is that the same big fat Klingon who plays the big fat Klingon in
0: the movies? It is. Star Trek Five. It's, no, He's the one in Star Trek Five, The one that lives on the planet He's,
4: yeah, the one with the uh, the, down on the planet who gets drunk all
0: the time. He's sort of, yeah, that guy. It's the same guy. It's that same guy. Okay. I thought he looked familiar.
3: I, it was interesting because initially I thought like Captain Picard would be a bad choice to bring on because, you know, I don't imagine him generally as like tough and overbearing. But during the scene, he was he was giving it. It was like I, I flashed to uh, Henry
4: V or something, you know, i yeah, a badass, you know, you yeah. don't, he's what he needs yeah, to be.
0: Well, the other thing about Picard and is- also
4: and also Picard fucking loves a trial. He loves yeah, that's true. He loves to speechify <laughs> and he loves to, like, argue nuances of law. So, like, just then in that scene we were just watching, he was like, I'm going to need to study everything there is to know about Klingon law so that I can. <laughs> well,
0: okay, that's so. the other reason why you want him, because he will study up on that shit, you know. Right. So.
4: If you need somebody to be an advocate for you, John Luke is the guy you go to for that on this show anyway. Wait, the 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 king just said
3: there was no risk to you Yeah, they're
0: basically now starting to unravel the, the plot Is yeah. that it really is not him it, They're blaming it on him because he's dead And Worf is part of Starfleet They thought they could just sort of uh, sweep it under the rug that way Scapegoat it
4: Yeah, he's telling him, why don't you just leave? Go. Like, yeah. go back to your Starfleet life Don't make a big fuss about this thing and this will all go away. And Worf's like, nah, I'm not going to do that. Wow. It's really LARPy. It's very Game of Yeah. Cool. Because Worf grew up with humans, right? Mm-hmm. He didn't grow up around Klingons. Mm-hmm. So he has this sort of like secondhand idea in his head of what it is to be a Klingon, right? Mm-hmm. So he's way more into things like honor and loyalty and all of the sort of the Klingon ideals, right? right? Because he's absorbed all this as like, this is what Klingons believe. Mm. But he, he's, his ideals are constantly getting shattered whenever he encounters real Klingons because right. they, they never don't... live up to oh, the ideals that he grew up believing all Klingons were mm. like. Yeah. So whenever he runs into Klingons and they're like, Scheming against each other and plotting and doing all this like shit. It, it's always sort of a wake up call. Worf has to be like, You have no honor. And uh, mm. because they're, you know, they live in the real world. And yeah. Worf grew up with this like fantasy version of what Klingons are. So, in a way, you could almost say
3: that Worf is trying to be more of a true Klingon or the like the ideal of a Klingon
0: than these people, these Klingons are.
4: A hundred percent. Yes, it's that like is, the that. most
0: nationalist people are always from another country. And is, is this is a different Klingon, right? No, this is not his brother. Okay, right? no, yeah, so that's okay. his brother. That's this his brother. brother. This is the one who has blamed the other. So he's from the Duras family, and the Duras family will come into play much more when you meet the hot Duras sisters. Mm-hmm. But they're the ones who are what? blaming.
3: <laughs> Daddy's a uh, part Klingon. You have to. understand I
4: mean,
0: large boobed for sure, but are they
4: hot really?
0: I'm just saying. They they right. like to show oh, their cleavage. Let them have it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, come on. Fine, you know? fine. I'm sorry. Who am I hurting? Who
4: am I hurting? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. Oh no. You want to write? You want to write some Dura Sisters fanfic? I'm you sure it's out go there. right ahead.
2: Do
0: we get to see them today? Oh, <laughs> not today, but no. soon, <laughs> eventually. <laughs> I'm telling you the Klingon stuff's yeah. the best. I love the Klingon story stuff. The Klingon stuff
4: is very good.
0: I agree with you. But uh, so, anyways that that's who has challenged and basically brought the charges against the family. Is that see family.
4: that extra? He's wearing the old season one uniform. They don't yeah. make. They don't. They only made good uniforms for the main people. The old people have to wear the old uniforms, all the extras to get, all the extras have to wear the old uniforms. well
0: hell, yeah. well, you got they've got a stockpile of them <laughs> I, I probably not like... even probably
4: not even cleaned. Probably yeah. still smells like the last person to wear it. The...
0: They all smell like okay.
3: data. <laughs> you know nowadays extras would be like, "Oh, yeah, this is the original. Oh my gosh, is that? Is that Riker scent? Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs>
4: Yeah. Walk so this is this thing. is Wesley this is Wesley Crusher's original sweater. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there go. Back when he was wearing sweaters every week, mm,
3: people are pawning them. So now they're doing some uh, science mumbo
4: well, jumbo. Is, they're they're trying, they're trying to... to solve the mystery of what happened when yeah. Worf's parents. What he's killed.
0: what the what he's being, what the dad's being accused of?
4: Because they, they, they were attacked by Romulans, right? That's why Worf has a real hatred of Romulans. And they're trying to figure out if the dad really did have anything to do with it. Because mm-hmm. if they can prove the dad was innocent, then, you know, that it's helps. Work. Yeah.
1: This is the how can we undo like somebody's whole childhood trauma by just putting all, all our heads together?
4: For- <laughs>
2: right. By googling some stuff.
4: I mean, there's <laughs> no mystery that these people can't solve in 47 minutes. Yeah, so it's it's more CSI, I
3: think, than googling.
4: Yeah, it's a little CSI. You're right. Mm-hmm. It's a little scan and enhance. <laughs> Got it.
1: Enhance. It's all about figuring out what question to ask the computer. So it is mm-hmm. googling.
4: The warp's realizing. Picard's telling him, "You're you, something's up. Like there, this is bigger than." Just what we thought this was about. You're, and because they keep trying to like dissuade you and like throw you off the trail. So something is important and uh, we're going to have to get to the bottom of it. Oh, and by the way, I need somebody to be like my second, my yeah. second essentially mm-hmm. in this upcoming fight. So and, <laughs> and
0: There's a word. And I,
4: it. Want it, and I want it to be you. And John you, John Luke's like, yes, I'll do it.
0: Ooh. But he says at first, they're stronger men,
3: like Riker. I, I might have chosen R- I, that Riker would have been my number one spot, I think
0: and, yeah. you know, Worf oh. doesn't like Riker as much as he likes Picard,
4: yeah. But... Worf really loves Picard, like they're yeah. they're he kind of hero worships Picard, yeah. yeah,
3: but here's the thing. If I'm doing like a, a, a marathon, I want a certain type of person on the team.
0: You know. Well, again, you know, like Matt was saying, John Luke's going to act right in this because yeah. he'll have done the research on how to be a chadish. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he was spitting the, the lingo. Riker it. is, you know, you're 75, 25, he'll do it right. Because <laughs> <laughs> he might get distracted by some hot Klingon lady and you never know what's going to happen then. <laughs>
3: Well, he's winning some. He's going to bard it up, and uh, you know, gain some allies is what he's going to do. So. But we'll see. We'll see how card does. <laughs> did you did you pronounce it Chadich, Aaron?
2: Yeah. How do you
3: yes. say it? I don't know. I because uh, I don't hear the audio. So it's uh, does anyone know? Anyone have
1: the correct? Right? That pretty close. You yeah. Know.
4: Yeah, I think it's like Chadich or something like that. Chodich.
2: That sounds cool. <laughs> You guys are my chadiches.
0: This is all, cool. <laughs> it's all, all of this stuff that they use is all by that guy who created the Klingon Dictionary back in the 70s. Yeah, that's correct. All the Klingon they use on the show was based on some other guy who created the language.
2: Right. Hmm.
0: I want to imagine that Philippe is your ultimate
3: chadich, Aaron. So like, well, we will never be that for you. And uh, I think Philippe would be a great chadich. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, you were... You're not sold on that. Yeah, that
4: pause was
2: a little. <laughs> yes, that that was, was a long minute. pause. I don't even know what a chat each is. So I'm just like, yeah.
4: Oh, it was the second. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it just It's like the person, the person you'd take with you into a fight.
2: Yeah. 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 He is my chat each. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I don't
4: know if you guys are interested, but if you are. Uh, I have some corrections corner. Week.
1: Yeah. Unless sure. you're really
4: interested in this episode,
0: which oh, corrections corner. Which could be because Carter. this is a good episode.
1: I, I am interested in the episode, but I'm there's always the time episode. for
0: corrections. I, I see, I've <laughs> seen it already. Play the jingle, Jake. Corrections corner.
4: These are corrections for episode. 114 Lonely Among Us. Aaron, you'll recall Lonely <laughs> Among Us mm-hmm. because it was an episode where there were dog-faced people and lizard-faced people and they were having a war with each other. Mm. And they came on the ship and you, you were very put off by the look of dog-faced people. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, we got into... Sean and I got into it over uh, IMDb versus Wikipedia because IMDb had different air dates for these episodes than what the Wikipedia had uh, as the air date. So we were talking about which one is generally considered more like reliable. Sean was saying IMDb. I was saying Wikipedia, but uh, at at least in terms of academia, Sean is correct because you can cite to imdb in like official you know like academic journals and places like that you can mm-hmm. cite to imdb you cannot or you're not supposed to anyway cite to wikipedia because it's mm. not considered a, a legitimate source hmm. so imdb more reliable than wikipedia
1: but, but did we know why the num- the dates would be different like well, takes, oh, the real yeah, that was that we kind of
4: glossed past that, but yeah, it's because the show was in syndication, <laughs> it so is, it didn't air were, on the same night every week. Yeah, uh, every, every time. everywhere. Right. Well, depending on where you live, it could be guys. on Saturday. Like in Fresno, I think it was on Saturdays at seven, if I'm remembering correctly. But it could have been on Fridays or
0: Sundays. The or dates that are in IMDb are on Saturday night. Yeah, I think that's dates on Wikipedia. I think we're on Monday night.
4: Whoa. So, you
0: together, Wikipedia.
4: Yeah, so IMDB more reliable
1: than Wikipedia.
4: Philippe was on that episode and he talked about how he made a reference to the fact that there were 12 people in Jabba the Hut. you know, like 12 uh, oh,
0: control tiers,
4: uh, right? To make Java work, does anybody want to take a guess how many people? What the real number is, the number of people inside Java? I think it's like three.
0: Yeah, it's three. Uh,
4: Yeah, it's three. Um, So I know he was just making a joke, but the correct answer is three plus a couple of people outside outside. who were also doing things. So I'm gonna I'm gonna post a picture right now into uh, into the chat. Mm-hmm. So you guys can see it's a sort of a cutaway diagram that I found on the internet that shows, um, what it looked like. <laughs> it these people were, what do you, think, S- what do you Hi- think it smelled but like? Basically what it is, is it's it, one guy is doing the tail and then one guy is doing the right arm and the eyes. And the third guy is doing the left arm and <laughs> the mouth basically. Mm. And then what there's is- a guy underneath who's doing something <laughs> the in the sort of
0: rolls him back and forth, I think oh. underneath
4: Java. And then there's a cup there's a guy off to the side who's got a remote control. I don't know what he's doing. I think he's making the eyes blink, maybe, or something Later, yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, the, guy the official answer is three people. I think the worst job is the guy underneath. Yeah, like,
0: right. the one. yeah.
4: If you were claustrophobic, you would not want to be like in that chamber underneath Java. That doesn't seem good at all.
3: Someone uh, miscalculated things, and the whole Java thing just collapses on him. <laughs> what a way to go! <laughs>
4: right? Oh, see what hey, Picard almost got <laughs> killed, but some some woman has rescued him. They've got those cool three-pronged Klingon knives. Yep. We've talked about those before. I like the
3: cloak that they give him. It's very uh, cinematic, right?
4: Yeah, it, well, it... he was trying to, like, blend in. Mm-hmm. So he had. This, he was wearing this coat over his uniform. Yeah, big shoulders. It didn't work to... because they still tried to kill him.
3: Yeah. Well, I think, uh, oh, I thought it was, like, a trap that they were setting because the, the other Klingons had overheard him telling Worf that he was going to go look for this woman.
1: Yeah, yes. I kind of just followed him. Yeah, so the, woman the woman's a, not in on it. She can, like,
4: uh, undo the conspiracy or whatever. She she knows something about what really happened. Is that what yeah. it is?
0: Yep, yep. She's
2: his worst nurse. So she was
0: yep. there the day. But GX oh, she doesn't really have any information to help.
1: Yeah, she doesn't actually know who did it, but she knows it wasn't the dad. But she, <laughs> she doesn't actually. She know.
0: says it wasn't him, but she can't prove it. So they're like, well, she doesn't prove anything.
1: But so they kind of bring her along to kind of bluff a little bit.
4: Yeah. Is he just trying to buy time so that the gang upstairs can No, they're
0: trying to 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 get this guy to talk because they know something's up and they're figuring if they can just make it look like they've got mm-hmm. proof, he'll mm-hmm. come forward because he well also this guy has a thing for her.
4: So they know there's some kind of conspiracy going on, at right? This
0: point. And see, that's what see, he was just waiting for them to slip. Now they figured out that it was actually their father that did it. The Duras family is the one who, and they've been covering up this whole time. Mm-hmm. decided to dump it on Worf's family because it would—they're hoping that it would just go away. Yeah, yeah. Because, because Warf, he's gone. The challenge it. They didn't know was that he had a brother, mm-hmm. right? Because that brother has been living under a different family name. Mm. And now she's going to call him fat. Yeah, fat. Oh, damn. That's pretty harsh. I don't know. Yeah. You got Harvey weinstein I might have a thyroid problem. You don't know. That's right. You don't know his (laughs) truth.
4: Um, Well, we can Uh,
0: guess. Back to Corrections Corner.
4: Aaron and Philippe uh, were talking about a forensic files they had watched that involved, um, what I what is called DNA phenotyping, which is when they use DNA to predict what somebody will look like. Uh, so from their DNA that you can they can tell I you know what color hair you will have and what color eyes you will have and stuff like that. So this is a so I looked it up because um, they Aaron and Philippe couldn't remember what it was called, but it's called DNA phenotyping. I Found an article on it, about it online from a couple years ago. It's still basically like in the early stages, like it doesn't really work and it's not considered like a, like you can't use it in court as evidence. Uh, It's like Wikipedia. It's not reliable. So, but there, but they are, there are companies that are working on this and there are some police forces that, uh, that use it, that like subscribe to this company's service. They just don't use it as evidence. You can't use it, mostly, what you can do is use it to exclude people, right? Because if you know that it's a blue eyed person, you can exclude blue eyed suspects or whatever. so but that's what that's all about. DNA phenotyping it's called
3: oh this this episode is getting uh getting deep now. Uh, they yeah, this is the big a big, dramatic
4: climax, basically. Mm-hmm. or it's going to be in a few minutes because mm-hmm. they're like, even though we know it's true. We're not going to do anything about it. We're still Which is play. another like Worf like uh, Worf being like hmm, these Klingons do not behave the way mm. I think Klingons are supposed to
3: behave. So what's going to happen man? Oh my gosh.
0: Well, Now he's going to pull rank. He's like no, nope, fuck it. He's my, I'm not letting you kill him. Right. Um, he's part of my crew. You do that, now you got an international incident on you. Oh. Yeah,
1: Worf is like I'm going to show you how to behave honorably by dying anyway for this pointless shit. <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: Sean said that DC Fontana took her name off of lonely among us because he, she didn't like what, uh, the rewrites had done to her story, but she's the credited writer on that episode. So she must've taken her name off of some other episode. Mm. It might've been one of, might've been the other one we were doing that day. Maybe. Um, but she's listed as the writer of Lonely Among Us, so she didn't take her names off of it. Uh, this, this episode, we recorded it at, right at the start of the pandemic. It was one of the first ones that we were doing remotely. Oh, really? It was the first, okay. was the first or second time, I think, that we had done it remotely. Um, Philippe talked about how alcohol and gun sales had both gone up since the start, and this was only a few weeks in. Um, But he had read something about uh, both alcohol consumption and gun sales going up and what could possibly go wrong. Um, So now here we are like a year later, over a year later. So I looked up to see what the actual numbers were. Apparently, alcohol sales went up 34% (laughs) in the last 12 months. Tobacco Mm. sales went up 13%. Gun gun sales went up 60% in the last year. Uh, Which they okay. say was a combination of pandemic you know, pandemic fears and uh, you know, election. protests and mm. Black Lives Matter kind of protests and people being panicking about that kind of stuff. Sure, so sixty sure. percent up in gun sales. So that sounds great.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but a bunch of drunks people with guns. Sounds um, what perfectly could go wrong oh, to wow. me or bitch slap somebody. Yeah. Worf's not afraid
3: to bitch slap somebody. Nope. So the solution was, what is this discommendation thing and that basically
0: Worf he's put forward? Basically, made the family name shit. Uh, yeah, they're basically saying, we won't kill you, but we're going to strip
4: you of your
2: family. Honors, You're basically,
4: we're basically sending you into exile and mm. your family will lose its honor, right? Mm-hmm. Which the Worf is a big fucking deal, because he cares a lot about honor,
0: but... And Picard's like, look, we're doing this today so we can fight again some other day, alright? <laughs> so just chill out, don't tell people who you are, and we'll, and keep your eyes open. He's like, this isn't over for, you know, this is this is over for
4: now, but we'll be back. And so, do they pick up this storyline Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Worf, oh, yeah. Worf's relationship to the Klingon Empire is mm. a a huge running subplot yeah. through. I would never it ever get expect huge. it. doesn't get huge in this series, although they do a few more episodes about it. It doesn't really, but it becomes a big part also of when he goes over to deep space nine, yeah. it yeah. becomes a big part of that story.
0: But uh, the, the, the star Trek the, the next generation stuff with Worf is all great. Um, and it, this and it is does. very.
4: This is a really good episode. Like this is all very like Shakespearean, you know, mm. them crossing their arms and turning, turning around, back. And yeah. They're and his symbolic. Has to like, do it now. Stunning, I mean, and they all. His brother has to do it too. Like this is all very good. Yeah, I would say this article. I think this episode is actually better than an eight point two. But
0: mm-hmm. yeah, I thought it was low for yeah. you. But I I do I I highly rank the Klingon stuff myself. So, I I think it's like super meaty. That's it's a
3: great whole setup for for. And you they know. Just,
4: I love the way they look at each other, and then they just turn and walk out of the room together. Like it's great.
0: Yeah, great closing uh, visual bizarre, too. Man. So that to get. episode won an Emmy for art direction because of all the Klingon sets. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well
4: done. I like that one, guys. You want to do? We want the rest of Corrections Corner on yeah. the Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or mm. Jake and Philippe made a reference to Number Wang, and I was just I I just wondered if any if everybody knew what that was a reference to. No. It's a sk- British sketch comedy show called that Mitchell and Webb look. It's David Mitchell and I forget what the other guy's name. His last name is Webb, obviously, but I forget what his first name is. But it's a sketch from this old, from this British comedy show called Number Wang. And it's a game show sketch where the, there are no understandable rules to the game. It's just two <laughs> contestants randomly shouting numbers and then every once in a while the what? host will shout, It's number Wang. And <laughs> like that person gets points. It's just did you watch that whole show, Jake, or do you just know that sketch from, uh, like, seeing it online or whatever?
2: <laughs> I've been
1: racking my brain to try to figure out what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, a year, a year ago, you did,
4: you, because you and Philippe were doing the sketch with the, together. Oh, really? What, wait, what, Wait, what show is it? The show is called That Mitchell and Webb Look. It's a British... Like sketch comedy show.
1: <laughs> I, I may have just been riffing Philippe just off of the idea. Okay, I, and I have never seen that. Well, somebody said number
4: one. So somebody knew the sketch because yeah.
1: one of you actually said the the
4: punchline of the sketch.
0: <laughs> I have to ask Philippe, Philippe I'll post
4: it on. I'll 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 email. You, I'll text you guys the link to this to the sketch. It's on YouTube. Okay, great.
3: Sounds like producer Jacob has been replaced by some sort of clone and now the real Jacob is. Let's see.
4: If you didn't remember that one, Jake, let's see how you do with this. (laughs) Okay, I'm ready for it. What can you tell me about a
1: Portuguese man-o-war? No, It's not a really, not really a jellyfish. There you go. It's a siphonophore. Okay. So (laughs) the alien
4: in this episode, you guys described, Min said it looked like a jellyfish Mm. and then Philippe said, like a man of war. And then Min said, is that a jellyfish? And then Jake, you piped up and you were like, actually, a man of war is not a jellyfish. It's a, it's a siphonophore. <laughs> Do you want to explain to the folks what a siphonophore is? Does it, first of all, does anybody know besides Jake?
0: No. The difference what makes
4: is a, ma- what makes a Portuguese man of war an interesting kind of animal? No. No. Okay. Go ahead, Jake. Lay it on him.
1: It's basically a, a, colony organism where each one kind of starts out similar like kind of like a stem cell but they each grow into like a specified like function part so like the thing that forms the gas sac and the things that form the poisonous barbs and the tentacles are they're, they're all the same like type like creature that grow in into the specialized function of that organism
4: uh, well how yeah, do they it's the way I read it. The way I understand it from right? reading these articles online is that it's not considered an it. It's considered a them. They, they yeah. Are. It's a it's a colony animal. Each individual part is its, it's own animal. animal. Yeah. And they're called zooids. Or maybe it's zooids, I don't know, uh-huh. but it's Z O O I D S. The individual zooids in are what the individual parts of it are called. Mm-hmm. So it, it kind of has a jellyfishy look. It's it's mm-hmm. gelatinous on the top and it's got these long tendrils, but it is it is not a jellyfish. It is its own Crazy. it is its own weird colonial organism. A mm-hmm. form. No, I'm fascinated
3: how they figured it out that they were all just like individual animals, even though they're just different
4: parts. Yeah, I'm going to go do some reading now. Nice. Huh. Google cool. Portuguese man-o-war and you'll find all kinds
0: of, <laughs> yeah. kind of,
4: yeah. kind of interesting information. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aaron made a joke about how Jordy should be able to smell where someone is. because you <laughs> can't see it. I guess blind people have, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the... We heightened. always say that blind people have heightened – their other senses, other senses become heightened mm-hmm. to make up for that. So I Google – I looked to see if blind people actually do have a more acute sense of smell, and apparently they do not. They um, do not. They have a um, more acute sense it's, of it's more that you. It's more that you just – it's more just that you pay more attention to it because mm-hmm. you're missing your blindness, nice. sure. missing they so, they So they did tests – to see if, peop, if blind people actually have a better sense of smell, and they used a machine called a tomo densitometer, and they, were asked, they asked the participants to identify the smell of a rose, of vanilla, and of butanol, which is like a sweet alcohol smell. They tested those three things with people who were blind and people who were not blind, and they found that it made no difference. Uh, in terms of how well you smell. It's just that you pay more attention to smell when you can't see what you're looking at. So blind people don't smell better. They may smell better. They do, <laughs> not, have a,
0: <laughs>
2: they
4: do not have a better
0: sense of smell. Are you saying that blind people don't shower, Matt? Is that what you're trying to tell us? They smell better than the rest of us.
4: Uh, and that's it. That's the end of Corrections Corner. Yeah. For this
0: one. Oh. oh. Very good. Okay. Also, the episode. Look at that. Wrap it up.
4: Thanks very much for listening to Warped. You can rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can email us at warpedthepodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at warpedthepodcast and get our merch on Instagram at lunar underscore flare. Follow us on Twitter at warpedtrack. Follow me on Twitter at hostwarped. Follow Min to learn about our Dungeons & Dragons at Call of Cthulhu podcasts and live streams at And Most importantly, go to patreon.com slash warped. Become a member and get access to additional material and bonus content.
0: Sean. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Next week, join us for episode 18, Allegiance. Till then, my name is Sean. Or don't. You know, who knows what episode we'll post? It could <laughs> we shouldn't
2: make any, pr- any
4: promises <laughs> because who knows what could happen. My name is. Theoretically. Matt. I'm Jake. I'm Aaron. I'm Minwin. I'm Meg. Good night,
0: everybody. Yeah.